0: And good afternoon, good afternoon. I'm Len Tillam. I'm a lawyer. News Talk 910. You got legal problems? I've got all kinds of legal answers. I'm a lawyer. Pick up the phone and give me a call. Live talk radio here, three to four eight six six five three six one thousand. I've got plenty of open lines. The show's just starting. Don't wait till a quarter to four to call in. The lines are full. You're not getting through. We don't have time to research your call. Research your call. That's David Brown. I've got another lawyer figuring out the answers. We get them right. Call it in. We love those stories, right? 866-536-1000. Call now. Sarah in Petaluma. How come you're calling a lawyer, Sarah?
1: Hello. Thank you very much for taking my call. I'm a little bit nervous and, and very upset at the same time.
0: Tell me the story.
1: My son was a resident of the Hotel Petaluma, uh, which was a, uh, a building here in Petaluma that was housing 104 dis- mostly disabled people.
0: Yeah, single-room occupancy, house. right? SRO?
1: I'm, what do you mean? I'm not sure.
0: Well, anyway, they lived in the hotel, and the, the state or the county paid for the room.
1: No, they actually paid for their own rooms. Ah. Uh, they had to pay for their own rooms. They had their own rent. The, uh, Did it have I a
0: little kitchen in it and a bathroom?
1: Uh, There were some with bathrooms, and most of them were uh, community bathrooms, no kitchens. Mm
0: -hmm. How much was his rent a month?
1: His rent was $815.
0: Okay, and is your son disabled? He is. Where was the $815 a month coming from?
1: He's on disability, state disability. I
0: got it. And where would he eat his meals?
1: Uh, he mostly came over to our home. We live in Petaluma, so we were able to uh, bring him uh, groceries. He had a little refrigerator, a microwave. Uh, and, so
0: uh, it worked well for him. He's disabled. He gets to come home to mom and dad. He's got a home there. You can keep an eye on him. Wonderful. And what happened? They, the uh, hotel got sold or something?
1: The hotel got sold uh, a couple of months, maybe about five months ago. The new owner, Terry Andrews, uh, bought the building, uh, told everybody that he was just going to fix it up. He wasn't going to change anything, He had everybody sign a three-month lease. And at the end of the three-month lease, he evicted everybody in the building because now he wants to convert that to a motel kind of situation. Uh, so he evicted 104 people out of the building. mm mm-hmm which, of course, is very difficult to find housing to begin with in Petaluma and Sonoma County. For sure. And now we have all of these people that are looking for space.
0: So what have they wound up, homeless a lot of them, walking on the streets?
1: Probably so. My son will be probably one of them until I can find him something else.
0: Is he living with you now? He is. Thank goodness Um, you've got that extra bedroom, huh?
1: Well, yeah, but still, you know, it was actually working out quite well, you know, having him there locally here at the hotel. Right. So
0: how can I help you?
1: Well... We received it. My son moved out based on his eviction notice, and we received the breakdown for the security deposit reconciliation. Um, my son had only been in the, his room for five months. Um, Mr. Andrews deducted out of our eight hundred dollars security deposit four hundred dollars for the carpet to be replaced.
0: no no, wait, uh, wait a second. How old was the carpet?
1: I would say when he moved in, uh, I was at least twenty years old.
0: well, you know a, a landlord is not allowed. To charge you for a new carpet, even if you damaged it a little, or even if you damaged it a lot when it's 20 years old, you get what's called a depreciated value of a 20-year-old carpet, which is not very much at all, you know.
1: Well, I called Mr. Andrews this, this morning, and he told me uh, what proof did I have. That what do, what proof do you
0: old? have that it's what? Pardon? What proof did you have that it's What?
1: That that it's 20 years old. What proof did I have?
0: Didn't you walk in the room when your son was there and take a look at it?
1: I did indeed. And it was, there was an old junky hotel and the carpet was an old junky carpet.
0: The guy is ripping off everybody, not just you. I bet you all of the tenants got screwed that way, you know?
1: And the thing is, Len, is that he's renovating this building to convert it to a motel situation or hotel situation. And he is, is renovating and redoing the carpeting, the painting, everything anyway. Yeah, so, he's deducting. So, so he told me to pretty much just piss off.
0: Yeah. Okay. So here, here's what you do. First of all, did he offer your son what's called a walk through before your son moved out?
1: Uh, I don't know because my son moved out and um, they I, they did, I talked to them when my son moved out. They said everything was fine.
0: No, no, no. So did they give you, your son didn't get a chance to walk through? And they in other words, a walk through. The landlord's supposed to walk through with you and give you a chance to fix the things that's, that are broken. And if they don't do it, then I'll let to keep the security deposit. So you've got these depreciated values, probably no walkthrough. It sounds like they took advantage of your disabled son. What is his disability, by the way?
1: Uh, he has learning disabilities, high anxiety, and uh, he's on medication.
0: So for, easy uh, to manipulate and trick and, and you know, take absolutely. advantage of. Right, kind of naive. Look, take your son. How old is your son? 40 years old. He's got to file the case. It's his money. You take your son to Santa Rosa and go see the small claims court advisor, or you can find the paperwork online. You can sue the landlord in small claims court and get that four hundred bucks back.
1: Okay, Um, I just really I wanted to call and vent and to put his name out there for because I'm sure he's doing this to everybody else in that building. Mm
0: -hmm. Well, do you know the names?
1: Anybody to speak up for them?
0: Do you know the names of the other people there? I don't. By the way, Mr. Andrews, what's his name?
1: Terry Andrews. Terry
0: Andrews will hear about this. I didn't realize you we were going to put his name on it. If Mr. Andrews wants to call in, I will give him a chance to say his side of the story. You know, don't worry. The word will get back to him that you let him know this. And, um, but if he's done all these things, you take him to small claims court with your son. You can get the forms online, Sonoma County Small Claims Court. They'll help you fill out the papers. And it's just called breach of contract or fraud. You sue him in small claims court, take your son with him, you'll get the 400 bucks back. And if you could round up some more of those, maybe they're friends with your son, those other disabled people who are living in the Petaluma Hotel, you can take them to small claims court too, because if he did it to your son, I bet he did it to all the others too.
1: There's a group called uh, the Sonoma County Solidarity Network that's supporting uh, a lot of the people that were complaining about the eviction. Have them
0: call me, and we'll talk I've- on the air.
1: I've got, uh, I've got a, a caller to them as well. So call
0: them back. See what's going on. You've got a good case. A lot of you there can probably sue for that security deposit, okay?
1: Okay, very good. Thank you so much.
0: This is Terry Andrews, guys, if all this is true, he's got so much money. He's converting a hotel with 140 rooms. What do you got to chisel disabled people for? Is that what you got to do? Go prove it, he said to the mother. How do you like that? 866 536 1000. You got legal problems, I've got legal answers. Pick up the phone. Mark in San Ramon. Len, tell him, Mark. How come you need a lawyer?
2: Well, I have a 2007 Ford uh, pickup truck that has transmission problems. That the, it, it was first identified within the warranty. They fixed that problem for free. Uh, it was identified again outside the warranty, the same exact problem.
0: Now, no, wait, what year is this car?
2: It's a 2007 truck. Ford F-150. And
0: you bought it new? I bought it new. Okay, how many miles on it?
2: Right now, I have seventy nine thousand miles on it.
0: And are you calling me because you think the truck might be a lemon?
2: Well, <clears throat> I, I don't think they addressed the problem correctly uh, at the the first time they fixed it because this will be three times in now for the same exact problem.
0: So, what would you like Ford to do? This is a Ford truck, right?
2: I'd like Ford to either fix the problem, which I don't. I think I have a faulty transmission. I think they need to replace the transmission,
0: or give you a new truck. No, they're not going to give you a new truck. Just no, fix the new tr- truck. Okay, I, I'm
2: not looking for that. I, okay. I don't need any of those
0: things. L- let's go through it. Uh, let's first talk about lemon laws. You know, the yeah. law says there's this presumption that says a car's a lemon if it's been in the shop for 30 days total. You know, or the car has had the same problem happen at least three times within the first 18 months and 18,000 miles. Your car is not a lemon automatically because you've got, what, 68,000 miles. Yeah, Um,
2: actually a little bit more than that, 79,000 right now.
0: Okay. You'd have to prove the transmission is bad because of a defect in construction or design, not because of the way you drive. Um, And I'm afraid if you sue them, They're going to show up with an engineer who's going to say, no, you know, Ford's not going to take this laying down. They're going to show up with an engineer who say there's nothing wrong with the car. Have you found anything online? What kind of Ford is this?
2: This is a Ford F-150. It's a King Ranch.
0: Okay. Go look online for a 2007 Ford F-150 King Ranch and see if there's any discussion about transmission problems.
2: Yeah, I did. I did that, uh, too, and I've not seen anything with the same problem that I have. Uh, and again, it, uh,
0: I, I think you're out of luck. I, I just don't yeah. see how you're going to stick forward. What is it, 68,000 or 79,000 miles? I'm getting confused. 79,000. 80,000 miles, I, I just don't see. And, you, you know, the car's, what, five, six years old?
2: Yeah, I know. But the issue was it, it's the same problem. When I bring it in, they're going to fix the identical thing that they're going to fix at, that they did at 28,000.
0: Are they going to fix it for free?
2: No, they're not. that's the point. I mean, the last time I, when I was in there, I said, what am I going to do with you guys if this goes again? And uh, they, they said, you're out of, out of luck.
0: I would so go somewhere he else. He
2: said, buy a new transmission. I'm going, why should I buy a new transmission? This one's no good to begin with.
0: Right. So you might take it into a transmission shop or get another opinion as to what's wrong. But um, unless you can prove there's something wrong in the construction or design, and you need some kind of automotive expert for that, and it gets real expensive... I, I mean, how much is this truck worth? It's you know, what, what's the truck worth? Eight grand, five grand?
2: Uh, no, about twenty, thirty, about twenty something thousand right now.
0: You're telling me a, a a truck that's you know seven years old, six, seven years old with eighty thousand miles is worth that much?
2: Five years old. It uh, the truck brand new is about forty.
0: All right, maybe you're right. Yeah. Look, I hope you can get it fixed, but I don't think it pays to sue Ford over this. Deal with the dealer. You know, another thing you can do is call up the manufacturer's rep. You can call up the manufacturer and complain to them. Maybe sometimes they'll come through. But yeah. I, I wouldn't advise suing because yeah. it's going to cost you a fortune. I did
2: that on the, sec- on the second time around, and, and that's when they told me, uh, you know, make a deal with the dealer. And I thought the dealer was... I still thought they should have fixed it for nothing, but when they yeah. split the price, I said fine.
0: Call uh, them and, and bargain with them again. again you know the numbers. Call them again. And say, hey, when was the last time you fixed this?
2: Uh, it was just a little over a year ago, actually. Was, uh, Less than ago,
0: 10,000 ago. miles.
2: 10,000 miles.
0: Yeah, you call up the manufacturer. You call Ford, complain to them they should fix it again. They didn't do it right. Okay? Yeah. There you go. That's what I would do if I was you, all right?
2: i really appreciate it
0: thank you sir thank you very much you got legal problems i've got all kinds of legal answers i'm here till four we've got open lines eight six six five three six one thousand len tillum news talk nine ten i'm a lawyer you got legal problems i've got legal answers for you and we're taking calls eight six six five three six one thousand we love those stories dennis in san francisco len tillum dennis why are you calling a lawyer
3: Oh good afternoon, Lynn. I'm calling you because uh, I have a neighbor that built a patio, and extended uh, to extend his house out. Uh, he has now moved on and now rents out the the house. They are using that patio as a bedroom, and they party all night long. Um, and I just can't sleep, and I got to get up early to work. And uh, I'm wondering if I can call the Department of Planning to have that thing torn down. Yeah, he yeah. yeah.
0: I mean, this guy put up, what, a patio, and and I think you even told David that they used part of your house to support the, the construction?
3: That is correct.
0: Yeah, well, okay. So this illegal enclosed patio, it's no longer a patio, it's a bedroom now that's used by the tenants, right? Correct.
3: That is correct.
0: Yeah, there's a number of things. Go ahead. Okay. What'd you say? What was that? They
3: said they're not using it as a bedroom, but I know they are because I complain to them. I talk to them, and they they act like they don't understand English, but they they understand what I'm
4: talking about.
0: Okay. First of all, if your neighbor is using the wall to your home as part of his structure, you can sue him for that. He can't sell out. By the way, I'm looking. You gave David the address. You go on Google Maps, and you get the satellite view. I can see your house. And they're all yes. like they're right next to each other, but they each have their own support walls, don't they? I mean, it's not like his wall; they're not connected to each other. They're separate houses, right? Yes, they are. Okay, so because he's connecting the patio or the bedroom to your house, he could be causing structural problems to your home, and that's a trespass. And nobody, by the way, how much did you? I got news for you. This will make you really crazy. How much did you pay for your house, Dennis?
3: Uh, about two seventy-five. How much is it worth today? About 540.
0: I'll tell you what it's worth today. Zero. Who the hell is going to buy a lawsuit and you've got to disclose all this crap? You have to, you know, you can't just hide it or you'll get sued. And you have to disclose, oh, by the way, Mr. New Buyer for five six $600,000, what all the other houses are going for. You're getting a house. You're buying a lawsuit because the neighbor has connected the patio or the bedroom that's illegal to my house. You know, that could cause termite structural problems. It's a nightmare for you. You understand that? It is. It is. So you got to sue the owner for trespass in small claims court, and you can sue him for up to $10,000. Next, get the. You're in San Francisco, right? Correct. The county and the city, they like to get money for construction. So you go to the city and county of San Francisco, and you call the Department of Building Inspection, not the Planning Department, Building Inspection. And if you got a pencil there, can you write something down?
3: Yes, I'm writing about building
0: inspection. 415-558-6088. This is local radio. we got local numbers here. Yeah. 415-558-6088. Knock your neighbor out. Report that dog. You're limited. Yeah, you. All of us are limited in what we can do to improve the property. And using your building as a load-bearing wall violates the rules. And the city, they can make them tear down everything if there's no permit and if it's not built to code. And they like to get their inspection fees. So you sue your neighbor in small claims court for ten grand, not the tenants, the owner. You got it? Yes. For, for, you sue them in small claims court for trespass, and you report on that, and then you tell them if the neighbors don't quiet down, you're going to sue them again for creating a nuisance. But first, don't even, sue, don't even sue them for the nuisance yet. Just sue them for the trespass. Make him come back okay. to court twice. You got it?
3: I do. I do.
0: That'll make him crazy. Good luck to you, all right?
3: Why, Thank you very much. and love the stories.
0: Okay, thank you. I made his day, didn't I? That neighbor's making him crazy, right? Patricia in San Jose. Len tell and Patricia,
5: why are you calling a lawyer? Well, I'm calling to thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you.
0: Oh, you're welcome. You're welcome. You're welcome. What are you thanking me for?
5: Well, about two years ago, when you were on another radio station, mm-hmm. I had had a problem with an employer, and he was just really giving me a load of baloney, mm-hmm. and I mean, just to the point where, I mean, he was on drugs, and he was just always in and out, and in and out, and I mean, just to the point where I just couldn't deal with it anymore, and, and one day he came and he says, I had a jack slap you all across the room. Do you remember that comment?
0: I do. I do, and he was stoned when he said it, right?
5: Yes, he was. And he told me, he says, uh, you know, he says, uh, you told me that uh, I could be, uh, get him for a constructive firing. Yeah. Or
0: Let like me that. explain what that means. A constructive firing. Well, you tell me what I told you. What's a constructive firing, Patricia? You're an expert. What does that mean?
5: Well, it just means that I was in a position where it was impossible to work.
0: Yeah. He made you, you know, he made it that you had to quit. He fired you by doing this crazy stuff, even though he forced you to quit. You got it?
5: Right. Exactly.
0: So go on. What else?
5: So, I mean, I wasn't able to cash my paychecks. I, I It was just a nightmare working there. Mm-hmm. And how I lasted a year and a half, I do not know, but God's grace is God's grace. Mm-hmm. So, at any rate, I told you about this, and you told me what uh, labor codes to look up, and you told me to go to the labor commissioner. Yeah. So, I wrote them a letter. I went and got all the labor codes you told me. I took everything. I, I sent them a certified letter, and I told them they needed to pay me for... $15.75 an hour for every hour was, I was unable to cash my paychecks and mm-hmm. one of it was over a Memorial Day weekend. Right. So it was like Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday and they had to pay me that all and they just poo-pooed it, you know. So the I got a, a Finally got a decision today from the judge, and I got $17,274.
0: Hallelujah. So the Division of Labor Standards, the Labor Board said this dog owes you over $17,000. Is he still around, and is he still in business? Yes, they are. All right. Next call, you try and collect that. You call him up. The next call you're going to do is I'll help you for nothing. I'll be your lawyer again and collect that money from that dog. You got it?
5: Well, how do I go about getting it? I was just wondering, are they just supposed to send me a check? Uh, are they going to
0: send you a check? Don't hold your I breath. Don't. All right. So here's what we're going to do. We're going to talk. I've got to take a break for the news. You got it? We've got Sebastian Kuhn, some other stuff to do. And right after the news, we're going to say, how do you collect the money? All right, Patricia, will you hold on? I will. Okay. We'll be back with Patricia. We've got time for your calls. I'd love to hear from you. 866-536-1000. Stick around. We got more. We'll come back to Patricia. Len Tillem, News Talk 910. Len Tillum, News Talk 910. I'm a lawyer. You got legal problems. I've got legal answers. 866-536-1000. Let's go back to Patricia. Patricia, are you there? I am. Okay, let me sum up. Before the news, Patricia called in. She called me on the radio two years ago, and she had this nightmare for a boss who insulted her, threatened to what? What was that phrase he used about
5: slapping you? What was that? Jack slapped me across the room.
0: What the hell does that mean? Do you even know? I never heard of it. I
5: have no idea. It don't sound good. Vernacular term. Vernacular. (laughs) Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. (laughs) Jack slapped you. Anyway, okay. So you went to the labor board and they heard the case and everything. And now they said that that crazy guy owes you over $17,000, right? Yes. Now... In a million years, he's not going to pick up a check and write it to you. People don't do that. You know, you've got to force him to do that. So either party, let, let me explain how it goes. This guy, and if you lost, you would have the right to appeal within 10 days of the notice of award being mailed. When did you uh-huh. get the notice of award, or when was it mailed?
5: I don't know when it was mailed. I received it today. All
0: right, so let's say it was mailed a few days ago. I'd wait a couple of weeks. If the employer appeals, he's got to post a surety bond surety bond for $17,000. But once the appeal period goes, he's not going to get it together. I think he's going to ignore it. You have to, you can then enforce the award. And the appeal would be a trial in the superior court. Um, If he does try it, by the way, the Department of Labor Standards Enforcement usually will provide you with a lawyer, You got that? They don't Uh always do it, but it's based on your financial need. But they'll give you a lawyer for free, so Uh you can call them up. Which which, um, labor board did you go to? The Uh, one in San uh, Jose. The
5: one in San. No, uh, excuse me.
0: Where the one in San Jose? Yes. Uh Yeah. Call them up and ask them to help you collect your claim. You got it? Or how Uh you enter it? It, It's really kind of complicated to enter a. an abstractive judgment. judgment you follow me on that um okay. they'll help you do it but your award is entered as a judgment of the court you got it with a certified abstractive judgment i'm giving you all these words but you know what that means that means once you have a judgment like that you can get somebody to do a tilt tap you can get some take his money out of his cadre what kind of business does he have
5: uh it's an architectural firm
0: okay does he own his own house
5: uh i think so
0: and you sued him in his name not in the name of the business right
5: um you know i'm not i think i used the name of the business but i used his name as well
0: okay well what you can do is with this judgment is recorded against his house it'll earn 10 percent a year and when he refinances or sells it you know you'll get your money back or you can force him to sell there are all these things you can do to collect it but call up the division of labor standards enforcement and ask them to help you with it okay
5: well, now, he's also saying that I owe him money because they had changed their whole computer system, and it was something that was totally foreign to me. I, so I wait, 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 wait. Let, let me tell
0: you something. Forget that. You have a judgment for $17,000. But what he
5: says he, I owe him 45000
0: Does he have a judgment? He's got blowing no, smoke. No, no,
5: no. This is part of his reply.
0: What, part of his reply to the $17,000 award?
5: No, no, no. When, when, you know, when I made the thing to the labor yeah, board. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He came he, in and said... He, you, he recanted, and what he said was I owe him $45,000 yes, for the but notice, and things that he's put that he... And, but I didn't get any certificates. He has everything. I have nothing.
0: Hold on a second. Patricia, the court came back, the labor board came back and said everything he said is BS. Because notice, they awarded you $17,000 and they didn't give him a damn thing. Right. So what he says don't matter anymore. The court, the judgment is in. He owes you 17 grand plus. Forget his $42,000 or whatever but it is. I mean,
5: he can't take me to small claims court. No, later. it's
0: over. You got it. It was litigated. It was over. You've got a judgment against him. Okay?
5: Okay. Okay, I got it. Stop worrying
0: about that and the labor board will help you collect it. All right.
5: Do okay, so I go to the Labor Board Collections Department? I
0: don't even know if they have a collections department. Tell them you got the award. You have to record a certis- certified abstractive judgment. And you've got the award. Call them up. They have people who can help you collect it. What do you do? Say, okay. what do I do now? Okay? Okay. Thank, thank you, you
5: very, very You're much. You're welcome.
0: If they won't you. help you, I'm not an expert on collecting, you know, labor board judgments. They should know more about it. But if they're not going to help you, call me back and we'll see what we can do, figure something out. But I think they'll, they'd be the place to go because, you know, these, these legislative bodies, these administrative bodies, the legislature didn't c- create them to be impotent in the sense that they give an award and everybody can ignore it. What's the point okay. of that? that? When they give an award, we want it enforced. And they, I mean, if the guy appealed, they'd give you a lawyer. They got people there who should help you do it. They do a good job. All right, I've got it. Congratulations, thank my you, dear.
5: Thank you, thank you. I mean, if you hadn't told me where to go, and I mean, I did a lot of homework to go to, you know, to find the imp- information I needed and the, the, you know, all the site of all the different uh, ins and outs of that particular um, uh, labor law that I used. You know, I mean, you did you a good job. You did it, lady. Point two, da, 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 da. You know, I mean, I did everything you told me to do, but I wouldn't have known to have done it if it hadn't been for you.
0: Good for you. I'm glad you did it. Thank you. Thank All you. right. You take care. David, it looks like Ron is gone from Line 12. Who's up there after Ron? What do we got? Okay. Let me see what we got there. And here we go. Hold on one second. Hello, David? Yes. Yes. David in Mountain View, Len Tillam. How come you're calling a lawyer?
4: Well, I, I, I had this problem with uh, 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 this three thousand dollar administrative citation. Wait, a uh, uh, tried...
0: administrative citation. What the hell is that? Tell me the story.
4: Well, well, I, 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 I'm I'm living in an RV on on the street, and I'm a homeless person, and they gave me a three thousand dollar ticket because my blackwater tank leaked a few pints. And I got a ticket.
0: Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. You were in Mountain View. They call it black water, right? That black water, it's like sewage. You know what I mean? It, it, you know, it's the stuff in your bathroom. I, I mean, it's the tank that holds the stuff from your toilet, right? Correct. And it leaked on the ground, and what, a cop came by and saw it?
4: Yes, it, it, was, it was a community service officer.
0: Well, that's a cop. Community service is still a cop. Let me ask you something. Can you drive your RV? Yes. So how come you never drive it to one of those garages where you can empty the septic tank, you know, the sewage tank for free? Didn't you do that?
4: Oh, no, I, 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 I do that. No, no, but, 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 but uh, that particular day, the, 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 the gate didn't close all the way, and it leaked a little bit on the ground. No, I... I, I to a, uh, this place in River City, and uh, and, and I double tanks uh, legally and all that, no problem.
0: Yeah, yeah. yeah. Listen, you know, a hundred years but, but, ago,
4: but but, but but problem. My situation is, they want three thousand dollars. I don't have three thousand dollars as a homeless person. I got it. And and, he, and, 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 and how, how do I get a? How do I? I how do you get a lawyer? No way.
0: Yeah, yeah. I don't know how you'll get it. Look, a hundred years ago, nobody would have cared because horses crapped all over the place. But now, now it's toxic contamination. It's not so fixed, you know, easy to fix. They can't just show up with a hose. You know, they would have washed it away. They might have to call a truck to deal with a biohazard and all this stuff. So the cop gave you a ticket, right? Right. And, no, no,
4: uh, the, no, the fire department showed up with, with, with the foam Yes, the sent out Yes,
0: they sent out men in environmental suits with respirators. It's like toxic contamination. It's not like the old days when you took a hose and washed it away. They worry about this stuff. So you got a ticket. The ticket says when you're supposed to show up in court. You got that?
4: No, 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 no.
0: No what? there's no court date there's
4: no court date I went to the courthouse I can't even get I can't even see a judge because it's not it's not it's a ministry of citation it's not it's not a parking ticket it's not a vehicle violation it's not a driving
0: I I think it's I think it's a direct fine and there's no appeal. But if you're homeless, you have to. How do you even get mail? You can't get mail, right? No, I don't mail. You get mail or you don't? No. Look, they've told you where the ticket is or where you're supposed to send the money, right? It says that. Well, you gotta, does it say that? Okay. Hold on one second. Hold Uh, on, David. Hold on one second. Let me talk to you during the break, and we'll see what we can fix out. Hold on one second. But if you can't pay it, you can't pay it. I just hope they don't take your RV away from you. Len Tillem, News Talk 910. Len Tillem, News Talk 910. I'm a lawyer. David in Mountain View, are you there? Yes, sir, I am. Okay, let me explain what's going on. David caught me off guard with this. What the hell do I know? About administrative citations. But now I know. David Brown did the research. All right, here's what's going on David has an RV. He's homeless. He lives in it. The thing leaked black water. That's the stuff that comes out of the toilet in his tank for whatever reason. And the city of Mountain View sent out the fire department. And they sent out people with respirators and white foam, all that stuff. It's like a toxic contamination. You know, when we had horses on the street, nobody cared. But nowadays, everybody's worried. So rightfully so. There's all kinds of diseases in that. So they gave him a $3,000 ticket. And it's called an administrative citation, right, David? That's correct. Okay. This, here's what it is. It's a way that the city code, the Mountain View city code, can be enforced, and they don't do criminal prosecution or arrest. They're not going to well, arrest yeah,
4: I, you. There's no warrant involved. Yeah. No, no,
0: you're not going to be arrested. But it's handled like a ticket, and it says you owe $3,000. And if That's you right. don't want to pay it, there's a way to appeal, but I'm telling you there's no point in appealing because I guarantee you.
4: Appealed, I, I appealed it within the timeline, yes.
0: And you lost, Right.
4: Yes, of course I
0: lost. Yeah, because you know why? They probably spent more than three grand cleaning up the leak. You did put black water on the streets of Mountain View, and they responded appropriately. You screwed up, right? There's no excuse. Do you know what I'm talking well,
4: about?
0: It, 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 it was Robert's mistake. correct. Yeah, I mean, if you did it on purpose, they put you in jail. This it was an accident. So here's what's going on. Correct. Here's, what, here's what it says, and, and I looked this up on the Internet. What happens if I can't pay the fine? Late payments or failure to pay the fine will result in additional penalties, not criminal prosecution. You know what they're going to do with an unpaid fine? They'll put on a property lien. They'll submit it for collections. And I understand you're homeless and you don't got nothing, right?
4: Correct. Nothing.
0: Nothing. So the worst thing that will happen is it will negatively impact your credit history. You ain't got no credit history. Do you know what I mean?
4: You're, yeah, you're, I don't care about that. Yeah,
0: so that's it. End of story. Don't let it happen again, because if it keeps happening and the fire department has to come out, they're going to get really po'd at you. You know what I mean? And then maybe they'll find a way to put you in jail. You take care of your tanks. I don't think anything's going to happen here. You got it? They got this fine against you that you've got no money to collect it, and they don't want your RV. I got another point. No, no
4: I'll never do it again, because, because I, 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 I solved the problem, right. and the problem solved, and, and I moved to Palo Alto.
0: Yeah, I, I would move out of Mountain View and go somewhere else where they don't know you. Now, let me ask you a question. It's not so easy to just park an RV. You know, you got, sometimes you got to go to KOA or pay them. How the hell do you park on the streets without getting arrested?
4: Oh, it's easy. You just keep moving around. You, get, you know, you, you, uh, every seven yards, you got to move. And I live, I'm, I'm actually on the border of to, I'm in Alto now on, on the border of Mountain View.
0: And you found some quiet, hidden streets, I bet, you can hide at. Where do you get money for gas and living? Where does that come from?
4: Well, I'm, I got food stamps, and my family helps me here and there.
0: Okay. How old are you?
4: I'm 47.
0: So how come you can't get a job?
4: Because I'm disabled.
0: What's your disability?
4: Uh, spinal.
0: So did you ever work and pay into Social Security?
4: Oh, definitely. I, I'm, I'm working on um, my Social Security disability right now.
0: Well, well you should apply. Uh, listen to me. Let me give you some more tips. You should apply for Social Security Disability, SSDI. I'm
4: doing that right now.
0: Okay. Who's helping I'm you I'm with that? The
4: doctors to, to confirm my, my MRI results.
0: Right. And you should also, have you been to, to where is it? Mountain View is in San... In, uh, What's that? Uh, Santa Clara
4: County.
0: Yeah. You should go to the Santa Clara County Department of Social Services. You've been there for the food stamps and all the other stuff? Correct. And how do you get your... You get sick. Do you have CMSP, County Medical Services Program, like Medi-Cal?
4: Yes. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I'm, I'm, I, I, got, I got my medical paper. No, no problem.
0: Okay. So I would even... Here's a good thing to do. I would go talk to a lawyer in Santa Clara County, probably in San Jose, look them up in the yellow pages... A lawyer who does um, social security disability work, they'll help you fill out the papers and they're really good at it and they don't charge. They get a piece of what you recover. They don't take money forever. And most people, in order to get SSDI, social security disability, need a lawyer to help them with it. And there are lawyers who specialize in this and you don't have to pay them any money. Go look in the, you know to do, you, you can use the yellow pages, Right.
4: Yes. Yeah. I, got, I, I bet you even you probably even have a computer in your RV, don't you? Yeah, but I'm not on the internet.
0: All right, you got to go and figure it out, and go look at the yellow pages and find Can a law- good library. Go to the library, find lawyers in Santa Clara who do social security disability work. You go talk to them; they'll help you. Okay, get a lawyer; it'll make it work better.
4: Why, thank you, sir.
0: You're welcome. Wouldn't you love him? Why don't you call me up and and give me your address, and we can arrange for David to park on your block. I bet you'd like that. Be a good neighbor. Stick around. We got more. Len Tillem, News Talk 910.